0: Welcome to Finito, the Myth to Movie Podcast, where we look at myths and legends from around the world and how it's influenced the movies you know and love. We're your hosts, Henry Finigan and Amy, and we've finally made it to 2021.
1: What do you mean, finally?
0: Well, after 2020, we had no idea. It's if no better, was, is it? It's just going to go back. <laughs> well, it, hasn't, it hasn't really started that great, has it? I
1: think it'll be better as the year goes on, but yeah, you can't really predict the future.
0: Well, loads of stuff, weird stuff has happened in the last, you know. Yeah, day, so. yeah,
1: it is quite fast-moving, changing kind of situation. If this
0: is the start of the things to come for 2021. We've got another 2020 on our hands. Do you
1: remember last year? It was like the beginning of the year they had those fires, and then they had the floods here, especially. Mm-hmm. And then what else was it? I can't remember now. Something else happened, and then obviously COVID. Yeah, so yeah, we, we still difficult. got we still got
0: COVID. The had the presidential inauguration. The oh yeah, uh, storming of Capitol Hill. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> hilarious. That was um, a bit crazy. Wasn't you, it? The, the stock markets and the, the game thingy, the GameStop and Robin yeah. Hood stuff. It's just and and then all oh, just mental, just literally. Yeah, I get, feel like going I crazy. Know.
1: I think uh, yeah, it'll get. But me. anyway,
0: distractions... Positive
1: attitude. Distractions attitude.
0: from the craziness because people will talk about this in the future, but we're going to talk about the past. Yeah. So, uh, if you haven't been with us before, we we look at a particular myth from around the past. world. And then we delve <laughs> delve into it a little bit, uh, talk about it, and then we talk about the films and TV shows that it's inspired.
1: Basically, we talk about stuff.
0: Yeah. Talky-talkies. <laughs> Talking. But there, talk- is, there is a kind of a... You know, a lot of podcasts podcasters just talk, and there's, like, no end game, but at least... We we kind of have. Have you ever listened list? to those
1: podcasts when they they talk like they're reading a book? If you, if you listen
0: to this podcast, Awkwardly. you can also do your own podcast talking about how to listen, and do your own <laughs> podcast talking about listening. I
1: will teach you how to dream about.
0: podcasts. <laughs> anyway, so we're what here to then? talk about this week. We're here to we're talk talking about. about Jack and the, the Beanstalk.
1: Jack and the Beanstalk.
0: Jack and the Beanstalk. Why or uh, something that will um, uh, come to to realise that every strap line on every film that we're going to talk through says, Think you know the Jack and the Beanstalk? Well, you don't know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Literally every film. Really? Anyway, yeah. I thought so, that was something serious. Then. So, what is the tale of uh, Jack and the Beanstalk? You must know There's
1: it. There's a dude, and he's called Jack. <laughs> And if he has no money and his mom's like, oh, just, we've got no food, just get rid of that cow over there. And the cow looks really sad. And then he takes the cow to the market and on the way he meets a man, a funny little tiny man, who's like, oh, I'll have your cow for some beans. And Jack's like, uh, beans, right? And then he's like, yeah, they're magical beans. And then he's like, oh, mess. we'll give it a go. Then he goes home and then he, he tells his mom, and his mom lays into him because, you know, he gave the cow wife some magical beans. And then he the mum throws them out the window. And then in the morning a big beanstalk is growing. And growing. Going. And then he grows up the beanstalk, he meets some giants. They're not very nice. But well,
0: one of them's not very nice.
1: Um and then he, there's a golden no, there's a golden goose, no. There's a chicken that lays a golden egg and he steals it and then he runs down the beanstalk and the giant chases after him so he chops the beanstalk down and the giant flies over the hills and you don't see him ever again. And then apparently, you know, because he's just gone into someone's house and stole someone's hen
0: well, that's killed that's, a giant. So, no, so that's, he
1: gets to live happily ever after. That's the child version. But that, that's the child version.
0: So there's a, there's a million and one versions of this story.
1: That's the kind of like, this is the, the story to tell your children. But the main
0: constants are that jack is poor with his mom for whatever reason he sells a cow or sometimes it's a horse or um sometimes it's a basically cheap,
1: it's an animal
0: yeah it's cattle basically uh livestock. and then he sells that for some magic beans now sometimes it changes from three magic beans to five magic beans
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. and then that obviously but sometimes but let's let's get into it anyway so the so everybody knows the words like What's the most famous line from the...
1: Be, I from... Yeah. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Yeah. Be he alive or be he dead. I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Sorry, I had to kind to swallow in the, at the end of that. Yeah,
0: so apparently that rhyme uh, existed long before the fairy held it.
1: Wasn't it in Shakespeare? Yeah. Shakespeare, look. Shakespeare! Yeah, it, was, it, was, <laughs> um, it was in Shakespeare, wasn't it? It was in King Lear. Yeah, uh, yeah. so, yeah.
0: So, um, but it somehow crept into the versions of Jack and the Beanstalk. Now, the thing is, over the past one hundred and fifty years, now Jack and the Beanstalk we're saying isn't as old as King Lear, but How old is it, though? but it is because the tale of the origin of Jack and the Beanstalk we we can only track it down to when it was first written. Who but, wrote it? But well, that's what I'm saying. The it's it's one of those stories that were told orally, uh, you know, around. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can laugh if you want. You're an adult. It's one of those stories that were, were you told. You mean
1: it's passed on through word of mouth?
0: Yeah, basically. yeah. So, but the thing is that people were like, "Oh, I've heard that story."
1: Like that, or when people pass on whispers. <laughs> what
0: is it's called now? Yeah, where well, you, you <laughs> say a word and then it, it slowly gets lost in translation or yes. passed on and so that, becomes something else. So, but the first printed version of it was Jack and the Beanstalk was published in England in 1730s, and it wasn't actually called Jack and the Beanstalk. So was it called, was
1: published then?
0: It was published in 1730. In the 1730s. But it
1: existed before that?
0: But the, yeah, everyone was knew of the stories before that. And it was actually published as not Jack and the Beanstalk, but the story of Jack Spriggins and the Enchanted Bean. I
1: like his second name, Spriggins.
0: Spriggins. So he actually Spriggins. Gets, he gets character development in this. He's got, he's got a name. He's not yeah, just
1: yeah, not just Jack.
0: Yeah, and it was literally a satirical sort of like collection of, you know, tales that people have kind of, you know, kind of mentioned. And together. Stuff. Oh, I see. But the thing is, though, that Jack Spriggins and the, Ench- the Enchanted Bean was also then merged with Jack the Giant Slayer. Oh, okay which is a diff or almost like a completely different story but not at the same time. So there was um chap these chapbooks that were uh, popular English publications printed on like a single sheet. You'd just have like one story on a piece of paper and then people would buy them for, you know, really like just coins and pennies and stuff like that and then you'd have it was basically... it was like, it
1: papers.
0: Yeah, it was like getting a magazine, basically, at the back. A
1: magazine. Yeah.
0: In the back right. of the day. Like, for people who couldn't afford books to get, like, this one tale.
1: Basically, it was a
0: sheet of paper. Yeah, a sheet of paper. But then you would take it home, like... uh, Like, if you're if you, if you like me, when I tell a story and so stuff, I always sass it up and you put a can't little... proper sass everything. Yeah, and I put a little like, bit more...
1: I literally heard you saying something the other day of a, of a story where, literally, I was there, and there was so much sass on it, I was... I was
0: thinking what the hell what yeah. the hey so you take that home and then you tell then. you'd read that to your kids and stuff and it would literally give you the bare bones and then you'd put your own embellishment on it and then you can twist it and
1: you'd be good and, at this then yeah to sass it
0: to sass it but anyway in 1809 um, benjamin uh, Tabart published a collection of uh, pocket stories for nursery kids and it cl- included the history of jack and the beanstalk and it said set in uh, the days of king alfred mm. which is um it was Sold like in Soho, and it was um it became really popular and stuff like that. And then a few li- few years li- later, the, the tale also appeared in a, a form another form is a history of Mother Twaddle and a, her and the marvelous adventures of her son Jack. So then Jack's Jack is... mom is Mother Twaddle. Oh. Um. And anyway, loads of different versions. So the Jack the Giant Killer version of the story is kind of more heroic and it's tied to King Arthur. So in Jack the Giant uh, Killer. He slays giants for sort of like a living and works um like a medieval knight and stuff and he's he tricks the giants. So in a lot of the tales that you hear about Jack and the giant at Jack and the Beanstalk, he's kind of portrayed as kind of a somewhat dim witted idiot for selling his cow for some magic beans.
1: At the beginning, yeah. Yeah,
0: but then he overcomes and stuff. But in Jack the Giant Slayer he's actually quite clever and then he he fights a load of giants and he actually tricks them in, into colour kind of like dying. So he digs a pit covers it with moss, and one of the giants chases him, and it falls in.
1: Of oh, the giant's evil, though.
0: Yeah, well, kind of. They're, like, attacking a village or, you know, kind of okay. doing this and doing that or whatever. Uh, anyway, so he always outwits them, and there's, like, a two-headed one and stuff like And it's actually more in parallel with, like, Perseus and, like, the Greek mythology. You know, like, Perseus having to get the fleece and fight the hydra and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and loads of different stuff. And a little bit like, um, what do you call it? the grim fairy tales if you read some of the weirder ones like the two brothers and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's that they're, they're killing people and just marrying king's princesses and stuff like that if they can take the head off a seven headed dragon oh is,
1: yeah naturally it's, it's
0: kind of weird but anyway in that he, uh, in Jack the Giant Killer he he fights a load of giants and they all have different names like one's called Blunderbore and he kind of like persuades him and tries to persuade him to cut his. Jack pretends that he's got a stomach and he cuts a goat's stomach and he goes look he can eat your dinner twice it- and then Blunderbore cuts his own stomach open and he's like, Ugh, and then he's seriously? Dead, he's dead, so. That's so he nasty. tricks, he's like tri- uh, tricking him and stuff like that. Yeah. And he,
1: Horrid.
0: Yeah, it's, uh So Jack the Giant Killer was kind of a lot more gory and mm-hmm. a little bit more, as I said, connected to King Arthur and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was tales and stuff. So then you had like two tales really. You had like a child version of the tale of Jack and and a, of the Beanstalk the adult and an adult version. But then even the Jack and the Beanstalk one was still. Fairly adult because he was like killing a giant at the end and rubbing mm-hmm. his gold and stuff like that. So then by the late 19th century, it started to get sanitized, and like a moral was kind of pushed onto it. And kind of like he wasn't just stealing um, money from it, stories started to include like a fairy or a character that would then tell Jack that the giant had actually killed Jack's father, and he oh. wasn't just going up the beanstalk to steal some, you know, a, a, harp, yeah, a so. harp and um. A golden goose, or whatever, uh, he was actually getting revenge and stealing back the money that, and the reason that's he kind was kind of like
1: more justified, yeah.
0: So they, they put that in because obviously, if you're telling a story to children, like, hey, this guy just climbed up and stole a golden harp yeah. and, uh, and stuff, and they're like, well, isn't that wrong to steal? And he's like, uh, he was doing it because he killed his dad, it's yeah. fine. So, so then that's when that started to sweep in, and like, it was kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> But then you've got the aspect of, is it a metaphor for overthrowing, like, large authority figures? You know, Kind of is is the giant a metaphor for the kingdom? You know, the castle in the sky and the giant who wants to put Jack in his food is is actually the government or the local... I guess so. ...stuff like that and him overthrowing and stuff. So there's loads of stuff. Anyway, eventually uh, they kind of, like, removed all the goriness from it and it became this kind of, like, weak kind of mm-hmm. story now, like... One of the versions that we we got one of the books oh, Jack yeah. and been Beanstalk, and they've removed the harp from it. So in the original tale, he finds a harp that the giant plays, and she weeps and she cries constantly, like she's been forced to play music, and then she begs Aww. Jack to take her, take her with mm-hmm. him. But then that's completely removed from some of the stories, mm-hmm. um, like the one one of the versions it's we've got. It's just
1: the hand, isn't it? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but as I said, some of these have been compared with the, you know Homer's Odyssey and, and and kind of loads of stuff from that. So having to do these different tasks and stuff. But yeah, that eventually it was completely washed out and it becomes this kind of weak, weak story. But obviously the Giants have kind of influenced other kind of literature. They went on to influence um, obviously Roald Dahl and uh, the you know the the BFG. Um Raymond Briggs, you know, kind of went on to kind of write a Jim Jim and the Beanstalk. kind <laughs> of like a, a, a hilarious tale. And also Giants have kind of been in tons of tales, haven't they? been Yeah. That's scary. But the weirdest aspect of giants is what the uh, the sort of the tale of the Anakin. Now,
1: the Anakin Skywalker.
0: No, the Anakin. That I went. I was talking. talking, (laughs) Let's let's talk about Jack and the Beanstalk. That'll be a light-hearted thing. And then I found out, fell down a rabbit hole on the internet.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: basically, there's a part in the Old Testament um, where the Anakin are a race of giants descended from the Anak. Now, if you've ever seen um, the History Channel and that man with the weird hair that goes, Aliens!
1: Oh, I love that guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, He thinks that we come from a race of aliens called the ana- anarchists oh, okay. or whatever.
1: But are they aliens then? Okay. Are they giant but giant aliens? Giants that come they from the sky. look like
0: us. They come from the sky. So how else would... Oh, yeah. You think about it, the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk lives in the sky. He lives in the clouds, doesn't he? How else would you describe that to someone who doesn't know? I, sp- about...
1: I suppose you could be a metaphor for... Gods, as well, I yeah, guess. yeah, well, like Zeus lived on Mount yeah. Olympus
0: and stuff like that. So, they were a race of giants and stuff, and they were said to have lived in the southern part of of, of a land called of, of Canaan. But according to Genesis, they inhabited the region that was.
1: Hang on, according to this, is in the Bible, yeah, this
0: is in the, like this is a bit weird, but their name comes from like the Hebrew root meaning necklace and stuff like that. But anyway, <laughs> the, I started going on the internet watching this and stuff, and then <laughs> there was this one man I posed a question on, on, um this uh, forum talking about giants and stuff, trying mm-hmm. to get some more information for this. And I was sent this massive paragraph about how the Smitho- say Smithsonian. Probably, Smithsonian and all the other governments around the world are hiding the fact that giants once lived and roamed the earth wow. and all their bones and stuff have been hidden. And the facts that that's been hidden, are hidden from us because Why? it doesn't fit their narrative.
1: What narrative?
0: The narrative that there was more um, than just man. Oh, you mean about giant religious, giant and religious? And stuff. he he went on and on and on. I was like, I just want to know about giants. Giannis, <laughs> and, like... <laughs> and he messes back and he went, yeah, but this is the true story, of giants.
1: <laughs> you uh, know what though? You know, yeah, you might think, oh, this is a bit of a crazy, crazy dude. But you might be right in
0: he, these days. You don't know,
1: though, do well, you? You don't know all the so things people, that you aren't told. Well,
0: people always used to say there was that internet. I don't know if it was when the internet was first new, so if you'd see that picture of a giant, they found a giant skeleton. I don't think you've ever seen that. No. <laughs> it's a bunch of people standing next to a skeleton go, We found it. And basically, back in the, in the past, people used to say that they found giant skeletons. And eventually, when they were tested and kind of Found it like eventually when they found the bodies and stuff mm-hmm. years yeah. later, they turn out to be elephant skulls.
1: Yeah, so they said. Yeah, so <laughs> so
0: they here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so they said so you, the, don't really you know, know the um the nasal um thing looks like because most giants are reported to be like cyclops, aren't they? Like one eyed kind of Not things, but but a lot of the time, and the the socket of where the 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 nostril was in the trunk and stuff goes into the elephant it, on mm-hmm. the skull, it kind of looks like an eye socket and then the jaw, and And then if you put the arms and legs and stuff like that, loads of people would just kind of say it was a giant. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people used to do like travelling circuses and say, look, it's Jimmy the Giant and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, kind of, the tale of Jack and the Beanstalk is slightly a weird one merged with two different stories. Mm -hmm. So you've got Jack Spriggins and Jack the Giant. But that's kind of like a really rushed version of Jack and the Mm Beanstalk. But, this is the part of the show where we go from <laughs>
1: myth.
0: <laughs> so I have to mention this one because it's uh, one of the it the oldest surviving uh, clips. Okay. So 1902, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk, ten minutes long. I think I don't oh, think yeah. that, I don't think they're classed as a film.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But it's
0: the earliest known adaptation of the of the tale. And like Jack trades the cow for bean, his mother you know drops him off in the front yard, throws him out the thing, he sleeps. And then this is this includes the fairy that tells him um, glimpses but, of what will wait waiting smart. at the top. Now the thing is, I never understood why he would want to climb up the beanstalk. But in this story, the fairy is like, you go up there, you get your riches back from your dad. Mm-hmm. And then he climbs up and stuff. But this has got like a man dressed in a cat, you know, like a panto, like as a yeah. cow and stuff. Yeah. And for the time, it feels like a stage play, and mm-hmm. it's I almost mean, 10 minutes long. You might as well watch it. Just Google it. <laughs> but, um, but for what it is, it's it's pretty good for back then, yeah. like 1902. But then, so it was directed by George S. Fleming and Edwin S. Porter and stars James White. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, no yeah. one will understand why No I'm one last. will understand that, no <laughs> But yeah, so that was the first one. But I thought we had to mention it because yeah. it, it's worth watching. It's ten minutes of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can watch adverts longer than that. But then we skip to 2000... like
1: hundred years later. Yeah, two <laughs> yeah, thousand
0: nine. Now, these this week I've gone all over the place because I've kind of put stuff together. But this one's two thousand nine. It's um, Jack and the Beanstalk, uh, directed by Gary um, Tunnycliffe. But it stars. At, it's basically a TV. Christopher think it's Lloyd. T- a TV movie. It's an American TV movie, and it was released in um, around Christmas mm-hmm. in two thousand. Well, it says here it was released in Christmas uh, in the UK in two thousand eleven. So mm-hmm. it took like took, took several years to get here, but it's got Christopher Lloyd as a headmaster in it. It's got uh, Chloe Grace Mortez as a Jillian uh, damsel in distress. Who's Rapunzel? Isn't
1: it?
0: Katie Segal, is in this as well as oh, Jack's yes. mother mm-hmm. and Gilbert Godfrey, is in it? You not know, the man who talks <laughs> like this, But why is there's a cat? There's
1: Rapunzel. There's in Rapunzel,
0: this? and basically they meet loads of other little characters. Is it different, like so fairies. Goes, is yeah, so together. they try to like modernise it, and okay. and it was oh, it's it's not good. Terrible. I, remember, I remember watching this, and you know it's trash. But the thing is, I remember watching this weirdly because of something else that came out a couple of years beforehand, and. I thought why would you remake it again it seems like one of those properties they don't have to pay a license for because it's so old mm-hmm. so anybody can make it i mean there's a million pantos isn't there mm-hmm. like a million pantomimes every year john Barrowman's probably been like a million
1: i don't like think million. i've seen a lot of pantos i don't think i've ever seen um
0: jack and the Beanstalk.
1: no but american people and maybe anyone outside of the uk that might not know what a pantomime is
0: um uh, don't know it's behind you just <laughs> Google it, it's hilarious. It's like, well, it's, yeah, there's a, it's... it's like, oh, like, do they have pantomimes around the world? I it's like it's, a, it's quite a, a British thing. It's a stage play, but it's a stage play that's acted terribly and then there's loads of penis jokes in it.
1: There's lots of jokes that kids won't understand, but adults will understand. There's lots of men dressed as women. It's like, it's the like the main a, like a carry-on film. The main, like, the main woman character is obviously a woman, but then the other, like, characters connected are usually played by men. Like Except the, for Jack the and lady. the Beanstalk, Jack is usually Except played by a woman. Except for the two main characters. Like Jack. in Cinderella, uh, Cinderella would be a, a like a lady actress and then the prince would be a man. But then the step the stepmother and the two stepsisters would be men like dressed up. Yeah, but one. then like
0: Jack and the Beanstalk Jack and hilarity would be played, played by Jack, by a woman.
1: Yeah, and I went to see Peter Pan once and the Peter Pan was played by... A woman, um, but
0: then they would make jokes about that, like...
1: Yeah, yeah. Which, which is would be horribly
0: uh, outdated now and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I don't understand how pantomimes can still be on Uh, because it was. They can't. They. It's pretty much just. It's pretty much carry on film.
1: It's literally like a carry on film, but on stage, and you can shout and stuff and shout. Yeah, and
0: it's got a big audience uh, participation and all that. Kind
1: of like they kind of like make me cringe a lot now. And
0: usually they try and uh, weave in a lot of. um, sort of contemporary language or sort of modern... And
1: music, like the music of the time. Like so they'll popular. make a joke
0: about selfies or something like that and, yeah. and, and then it'll be horribly outdated if you ever see it ever again.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then it'll play, yeah. I mean, they're not all bad. I mean, they're entertaining for instance. I mean, I remember going to, to a
0: lot of pantomimes as a kid. You and came
1: to of, one with me, didn't you? Well, my mum always buys tickets no I've
0: never been to a principal. you
1: have no oh you must have said no my dad hates no, no, so I, as well <laughs> no
0: I was, I was don't a, get me going at all I was that was, I was, never, I was a, a, a quite glad of that to me. so anyway
1: Oh, you, I'll take you to one
0: moving one. on this is the one I was talking about so in 2001 now again Jack and the Beanstalk. does it scry- the real
1: story <clears throat> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so this is Jack God, I McBean's didn't story, know of the real the story. The real story. So, again, from that lunatic on the... On the actually, was Stop standards. being mean to him. I support this that,
1: person. That man
0: who... Um, I assume it was a man uh, by his uh, handle um, sending me that message. Uh, this is Jack Beans. Thought the real story. So, in 2001, they released it. It was a TV miniseries. I think it was released around Easter. Um, mm. And it's got such a big cast in this. It's, like, really weird. So... Um, it was there's two episodes. It was like the bones of a giant are discovered, like in our world, mm-hmm. and it turns Jack Robinson's life upside down as he learns the truth behind the fairy tale and how he can fix his greedy ancestors' mistakes. So basically, Jack Robinson is the ancestor of Jack, who goes up the the, the, the uh, beanstalk and yes. steals it, and his family's wealth are based on all the money that he stole from oh, that. Okay. Anyway, he has to go climb back up the beanstalk, and he. Come up? No,
1: right. that doesn't sound
0: like. so bad. It's the, the special effects like they were bad for the time anyway, but they're even worse now if you go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. But the it's got Matthew Modine, Modine as um as the main guy. You know, you may remember him from uh, Stranger Things as the the white haired scientist. Uh he's the um uh, the pirate in Cutthroat Island, is he isn't he? With um No, I don't think and stuff. You know, it's a really big actor. Uh, Vanessa Redgrave um is in it as well. As it. Mia Sara, as um, you may recognise her from uh, *Ferris Bueller's Day Off*. Oh, you know um, Sloan from *Ferris Bueller's Day Off*. Daryl Hannah's in this as uh, as Fespi. John Voight, isn't it? Richard Attenborough, and in fact, it was mm-hmm. Richard Attenborough's final television action role before his death Aww. in 2014. So he had didn't appear on TV until mm-hmm. uh, again after that, and he died at the age of 90 in 2014. James Corden is in it. And oh, really? Freddie Highmore also started like bit parts and stuff because they weren't well known at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's such a monumental cast. Now they're quite really I
1: wouldn't say monumental.
0: For, for a, You're
1: overselling selling this bit. for a
0: mini series TV show. It well, is.
1: It, yeah, but maybe that was just ahead of its time. That knew that TV series were going to really like take
0: off. And I remember enjoying this. As I said, the special effects were pretty rough, but back then I was like, if there's a story, I'm vaguely int- interested. I don't really care about special effects. Or mm-hmm. So. I mean, I haven't watched it since then. Uh, do, you, do I take it you didn't watch it? No. I've never
1: heard of it before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so I was, love
1: how every like cover of everything is just a bean yeah. store. It just has a picture of a yeah, so bean store and here. a guy So this crying. was actually
0: made by Jim Henson, so he did all the loads of puppets and, and stuff. Oh, you
1: everywhere. mean like... Yeah, like,
0: like the Muppets. The ma- Muppets. Oh, the Muppets and Lord Christmas Carol Kermit and Frog. Farscape as well. Um with really, Jim Henson <laughs> on the puppets on Fast Game. Oh, I miss that's why it was all like it was less um, CGI. It was kind of like stuff. So. Anyway, we're going to go back a couple of years to a couple of years back to 1989. So you mentioned giants, but
1: hang on, this shares another date though, more recent.
0: Yeah, but that's what we'll, we'll go into. Okay. So 1989, the BFG, directed by Brian Cosgrove, uh, based on obviously Roald Dahl's book. book. Uh, this stars uh, David Jason as the as the giant, I think, mm-hmm. and Amanda Root. Obviously, it's animated. And at the time when I was going to school and stuff like that, they would show it in the school um, to the class and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of...
1: You watch TV in school.
0: Well, they would wheel that TV in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're 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 in they wheel it in and they put the video the
1: in and they're like, I can't get it so fuzzy.
0: Yeah, so apparently this is one of the few films that Roald Dahl actually stood up and did a standing ovation for. It was like, because he, he didn't... Because he hated Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you know, with Jim Wilder. He said it ruined his book. Really? Yeah.
1: But I love that bit when he's in well, the all boat. The bits, bit.
0: all the, all, yeah, but all the bits I love weren't in the book. Yeah. But Why um, did he hate it? Because uh, he said it wasn't, I don't know, whatever the, the original Do meaning. you think
1: he just had another a picture vi- in his vision, head? A vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess.
0: But I hope it wasn't the Johnny Depp version. <laughs> that
1: was terrible. That was
0: terrible. That was really bad. But, yeah, so apparently Roald Dahl was taken to a screening in Soho in London and uh, his kids and stuff, and he watched it, and he stood up and he clapped. Uh, but he was quite vocal, apparently, when he hated something, so someone showed him Willy Wonka and he said it was terrible. Um, Surely
1: but, they should work with them and say, you know, what do you think about this? You know. But I suppose once someone gets an idea in their head, it's hard to get it out, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah. But the reason I mention this is because the BFG has all those other giants that kind of like argue with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. and, like, Blunderborn and stuff like that. Uh, uh, like, yeah. from Jack the Giant uh, Slayer. And stuff. So mm-hmm. they're kind of influenced from the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. And they kind of live in... The, he has to travel through a different portal to get there and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. kind of similar to that. But What about the other
1: one?
0: Obviously, this was remade um, by someone not so famous, Steven Spielberg.
1: Oh, who's that dude? Yeah,
0: I mean, he's never going mad to anything, is he? Um, in <laughs> 2016, uh, Steven Spielberg directed... It was uh, alright. The BFG. I mean, it was alright. Uh starring um God. Mark Rylance as the um, as the giant this time. Auto voiced Flop in Ooh, uh, yeah. Bing. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, he talks like there head in this one, doesn't he? I
1: remember they did an interview with Steven Spielberg and the guy Mark what, Rylance. was next to him and he kept like praising him like Megalie, like what Mark Rylance him? was pra- praising. No, Stephen Spielberg was praising him. Like well, he, he's, like, he's,
0: like over the top. He's he's quite a good actor. So if you've ever seen Wolf Hall and um, loads of other stuff, fa-
1: his face always seems to do the same expression. But well, I always think I
0: always think he he has this he has an acting he has a trick where it says I'm going to act in this scene so I'm not gonna show while much. I pretend to chew on a murray mint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think about it. And he does that with this voice as well. thing is, I, I mean, I've watched this and kids probably love it. It's a CGI fest. I yeah, don't, that's I don't, the I problem with it. I don't feel it? like, it's, even when they're on a hill and it's just like a CGI hill, and yeah. it's, I don't have any connection to it whatsoever. And I think,
1: like, the characters are quite wooden, like, in a way. Not the giant, the giant's fine. Like, all the other characters are a bit, like, they're, read, like, they're reading from something. It just, it's just, like, they're fighting
0: and I'm just like, ugh. It's and like,
1: that, the, the girl annoys me a bit.
0: Yeah, I, I think the girl's probably slightly misguised, but she's meant to be a little bit awkward. And yeah, you know, I, I suppose, but,
1: yeah. She's not bad. No, I, I don't I don't think it's bad.
0: But this is, I mean, I think, again, you got mixed re- reviews. It's only got, like, a 60% rating. To uh, be honest,
1: like, it was never my favourite rolled R book.
0: Well, like the, in the original one, 1989, they had the pop Bang. <laughs> Do you remember watching the Welsh version? <laughs> it was- oh,
1: yeah! No, I love I saw that. saw the
0: Welsh version of the 1989 version. <laughs> it's and good. Whiz-pop-bang was...
1: Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I'll watch that in Welsh again. I yeah, don't so, understand it. All.
0: So there's a musical number in the middle where they drink the bubbles and they, that's they, great. they, I they like that. They fart, basically. They fart, right? Yeah, it's worth it's worth watching. Would you watch it again? I mean, um, if you've got
1: no. kids. <laughs> no. It's, I'll watch the animated one, um, but not that one. As you say, there's so much um, CGI in it. You kind of like it doesn't mean anything anymore like it's yeah. not impressive
0: it... i think we forgot to actually say the plot of it uh bfg so the plot of bfg mm-hmm. is that an orphan girl befriends this giant who kind of blows like magic dust into into the house and stuff to make people have nice dreams yeah and then she kind of joins him to the the giant country where there's loads of man-eating giants that are going to come to earth and kind of eat stuff like that and, then the army turn up, don't they, at the end? Yeah, uh, yeah. The rest stuff. Sort of. but as I said, I'd probably enjoy it more if they tried to do sort of more real scenes. It's like, yeah, so I was talking about the Star Wars and the Mandalorian. People saying, Why does it feel be- so much better? It's because even the shots of the spaceship flying through space is a model that mm-hmm. they filmed kind of flying through, and that's why, even though subtly, you don't realize. You know, the souls kind of sapped out with special effects. But
1: don't you think in the first uh, one, well, I can't remember what it's called. What's wrong with me? First one. You know the first reboot film? like with Force Awakens. Don't you think in that one they used like a lot of practical stuff? Yeah, yeah, they did. And yeah. it felt really real. But then after that, it felt like... By
0: well, the second one, they were doing... Seat- yeah. Well, like, um, BB-8 was um, a practical effect. They actually had him rolling on the sand. And then by the second one, you can see just the CGI ball. Yeah, yeah, around,
1: so. uh, that's what kind of for me. I was just a bit.
0: Uh... Well, they all kind of went downhill from there, didn't they? So, except for the side ones. Everyone always. But I don't
1: start. Everyone right. hates Rogue
0: One for some reason, but I, I think love that's... Rogue oh, one. I like that one. And Solo It's like, well, Solo's getting the TV series now, isn't it? So, I love Rogue One.
1: It's
0: but brilliant. moving on. Oh
1: God.
0: Or well, moving back.
1: Oh So God. oh no
0: no you'll, you'll love this you'll love it 1962. Jack the Giant Killer. Now, the reason I've jumped around is because you'll understand. So, 1962, directed by Nathan uh, Duran and starring uh, Cohen Matthews and Judith Meredith Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other people, this tells the tale of the farm boy turned knight to protect a princess from an evil wizard and stuff. And he has to fight the giants, Mm two-headed giants and stuff like that. But the reason this is so good is because... It's a Harryhausen film, so the monsters and stuff are clay, oh, yeah. the clay animation,
1: properly scary nightmares. So,
0: so basically, we mentioned Simbad uh, and oh, four, yeah. the the voyage, that was successful. So they wanted to make another film, so they made this. But it
1: looks like you know a kid's drawn the faces.
0: <laughs> well, if you look back, they always they, don't, they, they never got bad, they though. never got the they never get the proportions right, do they? So that's no. it. But um, it's worth watching because it's Ray Harryhausen kind of uh-huh. work and stuff, and it's a decent enough film. It's about an hour and a half long, and it's like. I mean, I just love all those films. I could literally watch, yeah, you know, uh, Clash of the Titans, mm-hmm. Sinbad movies, um, this. Yeah, but anyway, they remade this. <laughs> oh,
1: it's terrible, really, if you look at it. But it's good, terrible. Yeah, but I'd
0: probably I'd rather watch this claymation kind of dragon thing beating the hell out of a two headed dragon, uh, yeah, giant yeah. than watch a than watch the CGI fest. Yeah, think? yeah, me And the major. reason I bring that is up is because in 2013 they brought out Jack the Giant Slayer. Okay. Again, and it's directed by Brian Singer. You know the guy who did um, X Men movies. Oh yeah. Also been, I think, arrested for sexual harassment. Um, oh dear. But in 2013 they brought it out, and it starred Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. From oh, Skins yeah, yeah. and About a Boy and stuff. Hugh McGregor, your favorite. He's an uh, X Men. Yeah, Nicholas Holt is, yeah. Hugh yeah. McGregor.
1: I don't mind Ewan McGregor.
0: favourite McGregor. Stanley just, Tucci. Um, and a bunch of other... And there's loads, loads of British actors and then Stanley Tucci and stuff. So this one kind of tells the story of an ancient war between humans and the giants uh, when Jack finds you know, a secret way to access to the kingdom, but then he falls in love with the princess and oh, I can't remember her name now. What's the one from...
1: Esmeralda.
0: What's the name from Poldark? The
1: oh, girl. the one with the red hair. I don't yeah, know. I, I
0: can't remember her name there, but she's in it, and she's the the main love interest. So after the success of Poldark, I think they put her into this, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like added, and um, stuff that he the love dress. But this film was a box office bomb. It like mm. seriously under uh, uh, underwhelming um, box office gross from the, oh from the weekend. And it was a massive flop. But it was released at the same time as Hansel and Gretel: Witch Hunters, which um. is kind of a similar fairy, not similar, for, but. Mm-hmm. Similar, Similar fairy tale, but your favourite person, you McGregor, who's Scottish, stop obviously that. does his painfully posh English accent as oh, as Elmont. Hello there, I'm Ewan McGregor doing an English accent again. Oh, I'll Just get some English. Um, to then. Sally Tucci, who's obviously not uh, <laughs> or better at. not British, felt forced, forced because Brian Singer didn't want to force him there. He had to do a British accent, and in the trailer, he like stop it, darling. I'm talking to giants, oh, and really? um, yeah, it's it's. It's kind of a CGI mess again. Like the poster looks like a CGI mess. Mm-hmm. And the film, I've seen it several times and stuff like that. It's just like him sliding around. And if you watch the trailer, it just has, just like CGI castle. And it just looks terrible. I thought I was watching the wrong thing. Mm. But yeah, it's...
1: It's bad.
0: Well, it's not bad. It's just, I think it's... It's not it's that just good. just a CGI thing. And all their costumes and armors don't look right and stuff like Basically, that. Basically, not
1: like... enough time and effort has gone into it. Yeah. And they've just CGI'd it just to...
0: And then at the end of the film, there's the final battle. The the giant general, um, I think his name Fallon, he calls his four lieutenants by name, and he goes, fee, fi, and foe, and fum. So instead of the the rhyme, the oh. called, they call fee, fi, foe, and fum. So it was just kind of like harking back to that. But apparently, like Lily Collins was supposed to be uh, Isabel, was the, the main uh, mm-hmm. character and stuff. But um, moving on to something more oh. contemporary on Sky One, which is a channel over here um, in the UK they made a film especially over Christmas and they filmed, they filmed it during lockdown and it's called Jack the Be- and the Bean Store After Ever After
1: Oh, even the title's in, Yeah, In 2020
0: and it's directed by David Sant and stars David Williams no. and uh, <laughs> Eddie Caranja and G Linji and it's about him, the jo- Jack kind of like going up the beanstalk, the giant falling down at the end, but instead of dying, he knocks his head and loses his memory.
1: Are you joking? And That's what it's about.
0: Jack has to help him get back up the beanstalk.
1: Are you joking? And
0: hilarity ensues. Awesome. And basically it's a pantomime. There's loads of Yeah. There's loads of penis jokes in it. There's loads yeah, of fart yeah. jokes I in it. I can
1: imagine.
0: And like case. loads of people talking about. It. There's even a lockdown joke in it. Like somebody comes out and goes, "There's a giant on the loose again," and we all have to go into lockdown, and everyone's like, "Oh, not again!" And mm-hmm. It's like, oh, ba-dum, cringe, ba-dum, cringe, cringe. Um it's, it's, it's pretty terrible. Cringe. So, pretty terrible. so we've got a couple of honourable mentions. So, Harry Potter obviously has. I have one. Se- oh yeah, se- Harry Potter. Of the giants it? Uh, and, it, and Hagrid is half giant, but all the I've got one. Uh, giants.
1: Oh. Uh, Hilda.
0: Hilda, yeah, they have. They like, have
1: big giants in that.
0: Yeah, but they're kind of not sort of... They're like giants that jump to other planets, aren't they?
1: No, they mm. used to be... The world used to be occupied by lots of giants and then they just went into Maybe the Maybe this guy's getting his
0: information from. Yeah. I just want to fall asleep and there's a big hill. So. Yeah. A hill the TV show on Netflix based on their Luke Pearson comic books. Um Obviously, Harry Potter, we've already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more...
1: <gasps> You're missing one out that freaks me out. It freaks me out to the core of my being. Yeah, honestly. I don't know what it is. Like, with, what's it called again? Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Is it Japanese? Yeah. Yeah, and there's big giants in it, but so that, like, this was monumental. They smile, the like they're constantly smiling. Well, they're like they're
0: like giants, but they've got no flesh. They, you just oh see like God. The, I can't the skin do, and the muscles. And I stuff. can't
1: do it. Like and they eat like the people. It makes me feel ill. Like humans eating tiny humans. Yeah, oh, so geez. in
0: this one, there's a bunch of giants that just appear from nowhere and they eat humans. So humans build these massive walls, like a series of walls, to kill the giants out. And
1: they have like a funky like army.
0: Uh, I've no, got the
1: jacket upstairs
0: with the symbol on the back. But they have it's the, the proper the, jacket, yeah. And they have <laughs> they have like little jetpacks where they yeah, keep the swords cool. because the swords are on strings. But then it's like
1: it's heart wrenching because like they're fighting, the, and then someone will get their leg caught in their teeth. Oh, Jesus, it's horrible! It's horrible. I can't even think about it. I've thought about it now, <laughs> it's just but no,
0: it's it's pretty good actually. It's, it's one of the more entertaining stuff. They did make a film of it in Japan, like uh, oh, live, yeah. a live action version, and it had a giant baby in it,
1: oh, which geez. is it, it
0: sounds terrifying, but the I don't dress? think don't think it translated well. Um, I haven't been able to find it. It's really difficult to actually uh, watch the TV series. I think we watched the yeah, first season. Yeah, but we didn't see um, this, the, uh, the, the, the others, The which is kind of difficult. So, this is the part of the show where we go... Do
1: you believe in what? Do you believe? Well, it doesn't actually come from any kind of... Ah, well, we mentioned, we mentioned
0: the, the Old Testament and the yeah, I uh, Anakim and the giants I'm, and stuff. Kind of and the King Arthur, apparently, you know, based on...
1: Maybe.
0: Myths yeah, and Legends. Do you believe that there were giants at some point wandering around the world? It's
1: not like the most. It's really...
0: Oh no, I forgot another honourable mention. Another Ewan McGregor classic. Big Fish.
1: That wasn't a giant, that's just a really tall man.
0: Maybe no, he's a giant in the story.
1: No, no, no it's not. he's not. He made it up. I made it up. He wasn't a giant at all, It was a real tall man. That's, he made it up. How dare you include Ewan McGregor? He's a
0: giant in there. It's not. his oh, American you, accent, yeah. that's terrible. Hi, I'm Ewan <laughs> McGregor.
1: Um, do you believe... Well, it's not totally... Um, do you
0: believe in giants? I don't
1: believe in giants. I mean, what the hell? Um, what about the bands?
0: They, they, might be, they might be giants? No.
1: Um, I don't think that it's out of the question that giants could have been on the earth. I mean, you know, dinosaurs run the earth and they're weird, aren't okay, they? Okay, so
0: what so about, like. about, do you think that Jack Spriggins exist or was like a Robin Hood character? And it's a metaphor for the poor man standing up to big Yeah, it's, evil t- it's
1: totally that message. Yeah, basically.
0: And the fact that you can come from nothing and end up with everything.
1: Yeah, but then it's it's how you get there, isn't it? I mean, if you get there by killing innocent people, you're not doing it very honourably, are you? But if you if you're you know defending your, your place against the giants or Getting vengeance, but even vengeance, where does that lead to? It doesn't lead to anywhere, does it? Vengeance. But no, they there could have been giants. I reckon someone just made it up, and they probably had like a friend or a son called Jack, and like I want to write a story for you. Well,
0: the thing is, uh, if you look at the average height of people around the world, there are some like, really like tall. who's the tallest man in the world at the moment? It's a yeah, guy really? from China, I think it is. He's like super, yeah, super tall. Maybe there was people but the thing is the taller you get, the more health problems you have.
1: Well there is 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 it called what's it called? The health condition? Giantism or something.
0: Yeah, I think so. Or something. Or something. Yeah. Might, might
1: so it is like um a thing, I guess. I mean it's not giants as in all you know, the skyscraper's tall. But um yeah, apparently you do have more health conditions than you with it, I
0: suppose. But, but. maybe someone know.
1: based it on someone that was really tall like i don't maybe. know yeah, like
0: a, a bunch of people that were just like really tall and stuff like or maybe
1: yeah. they're tall like in metaphorically not actually tall but you know as you said they were no, either a king or someone in charge that they didn't like and yeah they just but, dreamed of
0: getting rid of them so take that as a no then don't believe
1: no not really okay,
0: okay. well about you yeah i believe in giants i believe in giants i
1: believe in giants
0: i believe i believe
1: do you really? You're going to go, I, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't believe there's giants now. Germany. I believe there might
0: have been tall people. But as you said, embellishment, they might have just been like eight foot tall.
1: Yeah, like the big fish guy.
0: Yeah. And then it turns out he's actually like 6'2". Um, okay then, so if you go back and watch one of those films, what would it be?
1: Probably the BFG animated one. 1989
0: one. Yeah. In Welsh. So I might go back and watch the 2001 miniseries one Isn't with it? Matthew Modine. We don't Matthew have time movie. for this. <laughs> but as, as I mentioned at the start, I watched the trailer for loads of these to get, refresh my memory. And they all said, yeah. you don't know the story of the Beanstalk. You don't know Jack. They, yeah. and all of them said that. Literally, I can edit them all together.
1: You should. And I will.
0: I will. <laughs> Might put it on the social media. And that leads on us On the social th- media. On the <laughs> social medias. That leads us into our social media. If you'd like to contact us, about today's episode, please email heyhofinito at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at heyhofinito. Or if you want to suggest a new topic for next next episode yeah, that or cool. future episodes, please get in contact. Or if you
1: know any, what, any, any giants... Or,
0: um, yeah, if you are an uh, ancestor of a giant. a giant, if you are Jack Robinson, uh, son of uh, ancestor of Jack Springs, oh, I was
1: gonna say, like, then, um, I was gonna mention that other film, but it's trolls, isn't it? It's not giants, troll hunter, yeah, I love that film, that's great,
0: yeah, we, we did a whole episode on that,
1: yeah, but it's not about <laughs> yeah. giants, is it? It's trolls, well, I suppose
0: they are giants, aren't they're they? Big. In they're big, similar aspects, trolls. Of it, they're trolls, aren't they?
1: that's a good film,
0: I yeah, maybe they should just make one as giant hunter or something, yeah, and also, <laughs> there is the, uh, I forgot to mention, this: the hellboy one with um what's his name David thing by from uh, Strange Things. The one that said Henry um, Oh him. <laughs> uh, he fights a giant in that he gets tricked by the the uh, knights, Got married. the Knight's Templar. To
1: um Lily Allen.
0: What's his name? Dave something <sighs> I can't David oh, I can't remember. And he got married to Lily
1: Allen.
0: Yeah they got married. Wow. Okay, so um that's it for Hey Ho Finito. Uh, hope your twenty twenty one has started out better than most people's And we'll be back in February for our next episode of Hey Ho, Venito! Hey, oh,
1: Venito! Hey, oh,
0: Venito! Hey, oh, Venito! Hey, oh, Venito! Fum! I've got a very itchy (laughs) (laughs) mum!